What's up, everyone? Welcome. Episode 14 of Meet the Press. We are back again. It is sweltering outside of my house today. It's super warm. I didn't turn my air on earlier, and it was like 80. But Jared McDonald, how are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. It was uh, you know, kind oh of a long gosh. week for me. You sound terrible. Yeah, I was a little bit yeah. under the weather this week. I'm still not quite at the weather or above the weather, but uh, you know, we're getting there. Gave me a chance to kind of relax a little bit, watch some some movies, watch some TV. I saw that new There's Adam no Sandler movie. movie. I watched it yesterday. It was it was good. It was I, awesome. I, this is this comes a week after I was on the podcast talking about how I don't watch sports movies. I know. I know. But it you're right. It was I had some friends uh, talk it up and I was a big Uncut Gems fan. And so like I had to watch and Adam Sandler was great in that. Phenomenal. I don't know if you did you watch that one too? Did you watch Uncut Gems? I okay. did see that one. Yeah. Um yeah, crazy ending in Uncut Gems. Um but yeah, and I thought I know Adam Sandler is a hooper. I do know this. I know he he likes basketball a lot. Um, but yeah, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it actually. I was too. Because you know, his movies are usually hit or miss. It seems like the, the serious ones are usually hit. Uh I was really impressed with the amount of star power in that movie. Yeah, there, there were was, a lot of big there was a lot. guys. And and it kind of I, I don't know. You don't always I, I, I think of other like movies and sports and um I'm trying to think of one of my favorite ones where they like rob like Charlottesville, like motor speedway. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. Logan lucky, Logan lucky. Um, but they like rob a NASCAR race, like while it's happening. And there's like some NASCAR drivers that are extras in the movie and whew, acting is not awesome. But like you said, Anthony Edwards played some dude named Kermit who ended up being like the villain for, for Bo Cruz. He was a Kentucky awesome. guard, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I he was I supposed to be a Kentucky guard on the thing. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be a Kentucky guard on there. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's always cool because, I mean, we did talk about Space Jam last week and about all the dudes that are in Space Jam. So Still haven't seen it. I figured you didn't in all I, your I, downtime this week. Yeah, I mean, the thing that surprised me the most in that movie, uh, Hustle, not Space Jam, still have not seen that, as we just said. Yeah, was the, you know, outside of Adam Sandler's character, um, mm -hmm. Stanley, whatever it was, Sugarman, uh, Sugarman. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, Solomon, Sugarman. Yeah, Sugarman. Yeah. Um, the the other kind of main character there, the Bo Cruz. I was like, this guy's you know a pretty good basketball player for being an actor. Then I start looking after. He's with the Jazz. Like, and you know Compton. My coworker, who's also the the movie critic at the Daily News, right, right. wrote about it. I, I read his review afterwards, and I was like, "Dang, that guy's a good actor." Yeah, it was. It was kind of like, um, like a Rocky, I guess, almost, because like you 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 find this kind of like downtrodden dude who li literally playing in in work boots, like. You find him in a back alleyway when the dude you want to see is not even there. Um, I, I don't know. I, I thought that, number one, 
I feel weird being a 31 year old male and saying, I think my favorite Adam Sandler movie is now because I mean, you're only a couple years younger than I am. Big daddy, I think had to be like one of the most influential movies, like for us growing up that Adam Sandler was uh, in. That wasn't like happy Gilmore. I mean, happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, anger management. Yeah. Uh, Mr. D. Oh no! Don't do anger management. Oh come on! Don't just, put those like these are the ones that I grew up on. I, I didn't really watch Big Daddy. Yes. That much. This is just kind of. Oh, yeah. see, Big Daddy was so good. Yeah, that's a good one. But no, what was the other one you said? Anger management. And who else? And what else? Uh, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. I'm a huge Mr. That's Deeds a guy. Classic. Huge so Mr. Good. Deeds guy. Yeah, that's a that's a Adam good one. Adam Sandler just in general. It, range like i've seen people yeah i've seen people say that some of his movies are just like money grabs you know for him and his friends but it, it, to me it comes across it's like he's just a guy having a good time like doing it because like i don't know you I look mean, at the way he dresses and stuff like it's the early yeah. 2000s looking basketball shorts just the like a superman t-shirt he picked up at walmart just seems like a guy that yeah. wants to have a good time but like i mean when he actually like goes out and makes a movie like this or like uncut gems, like you said, it's so good. I, I think. See, some people can can talk smack on him for that. About hey, man, he's just a guy that hangs out with his friends all the time. Or you can think of it as hey, this is a dude that's super successful. He just wants his friends to be successful with him, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you can look at it multiple ways. Um, but yeah, because I, I think in, in this one. I liked it also so much just because I think everyone else was really good. Like Queen Latifah was great. Um, Kenny, the jet was like that played his best friend. He was great. Like Leon was awesome. Um, his daughter was super funny. Like, like the other people in the movie were like just really good owner, son, complete dick. But I feel like he's like that in every show. Right. Or every movie he's in. Like if I think about him in other things, the owner's son that ended up being an oh A-hole. oh oh yeah, yeah 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 I think he's been in like other things and I'm trying to remember him as like a good person and I can't so I think that role like fits him yeah no I can't either but Brad yeah, Stevens like said, little one liner was exactly what I thought a Brad Stevens one liner would be we talked about like, Brad Stevens last week on the podcast too if you like, missed it you can go back and listen on Apple and Spotify continue Tyler. Like Brad Stevens' line was, "He fits our system. We need to get him in to Bo- We need to get him to Boston." Like, boom, yeah. that's it. Like, oh, that's exactly what I thought Brad Stevens would say in that kind of situation. Yeah, kind of robotic. Yeah, but yeah, dude has a team in the NBA Finals, so yeah, I guess he knows what he's doing. Heck of a yeah, coach and I- a front office guy. I'm honestly surprised the NBA Finals have been as competitive and as good as. You know, they have been series tied up at two at the time of this recording. Right, yeah. It's – I feel like these playoffs, the games are either super good or they're 25 points. I don't feel yeah. like there's been an in-between yet. Yeah. I, when I said competitive, I meant that the series is tied up right Right, Because right, I think right, a lot right. of people it's not, yeah. came in expecting uh, the Warriors to just, you know you- – you floor. say that though, but like the ESPN little power index thing had like 82% for the Celtics before the series started. Yeah, but it's the Warriors with 
I know it's the Warriors. Curry, yeah, Clay, but, and Draymond. Andrew Jordan Wiggins. Poole. I feel like we need to talk about Andrew Wiggins more. Dude has been killing it all series long. Draymond, snooze fest. Yeah, no, I would dude, agree with that. At one point, but, the dude had more, what was it, more fouls than points? Is that what it was? Uh, probably. I mean, he hasn't scored much, so it would make sense. But I mean, He's not, like, no. Steph Curry dropped 43 on Friday in the win. That's a, a pretty good performance. You know, Clay is back. He's healthy. Um, but, you know, even – I mean, I know Draymond hasn't done much this series, but he's – I know a lot of people don't like do – Do are you a Draymond Green fan? I think – I mean, I'm hesitating too long now, I guess. <laughs> I, I think I know where you're going with it. Like, I, I, I don't necessarily – like enjoy watching him, but I, I respect like what he is as a player and his importance to the team. I'm gonna make a comparison, and this may be this might be before your time, Shani. But Robert Ori, like Big Shot Bob. I mean, I feel like Robert Ori was in the right place at the right time a lot of the time. Um, I mean, he was on some Laker teams that obviously won ships. He was on some Spurs teams that won ships. Um, I I feel like Draymond is a better basketball player than Robert Ory. I, th- I think he is. Um, but I just feel like that's kind of the comparison I have in that he's kind of been in the right spot. Yeah. And in that he has won ships. I get yeah. what you're saying. I think the whole thing is kind of like that, though. It's just kind of the perfect storm, you know, with with their skill set, you know, with Clay, with Wiggins, with yeah, uh, you know, Steph Curry, with Draymond, and with the, with the coach there, and you know, at the at the time, um, you know, like this decade or, or whenever you know it's, these past few years, what you know what yeah. I'm saying? This generation yeah, of basketball yeah. with Steve Kerr and. Um, you know, where they're at in San Francisco and just kind of all of it meshing together is what's allowed them to be as successful it, as they have. It, it's hard. It's hard to bet against them. I mean, like throughout these playoffs, I don't think they were the number one seed in the West. I don't I can't I, I can't say that for a fact. Um, but I mean, it, it was always just, hey, it's the Warriors. They'll figure it out. Like even when they were down. 15, 20 in some games. I'm like, hey, it's the Warriors. They can score 20 points in, in zero time. Like, it, it's just hard to count them out because they have defied those odds so many times before. Like, I've watched Steph Curry hit shots at times, and I'm like, there's no way that this should ever work. Like, what he does is phenomenal. And then you get into the fact that there's also a dude like Clay Thompson on the team who could maybe be the best player on a lot of teams in the NBA. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I just think it all kind of fits. And then you have Andrew Wiggins, who's also a star in his own right, was a star in Minnesota, was like was a top draft pick, was pretty high up. And, I mean, they're just the Warriors. I'm like, they're just supposed to be there, but I still would like to see the Celtics win. I don't have a preference. I just hope they're good games. Um, but, like, you know, on the other side of the equation, the Celtics, you know, I'm a very casual NBA fan. I don't watch much in the regular season. I don't sit down and, 
you know, scour through the stats right, yeah. and all that. And I'm kind of surprised. You don't really hear about them as much, it seems. You know, obviously you get all the LeBron stuff just because of who he is. Right. You, know, you hear about, you know, the heat with Tyler Hero and, and Jimmy Butler and Bam. And, oh, you know, you get uh, Giannis and Golden mm-hmm. State and just all these random teams. But I, I feel like the Celtics kind of flew a little bit under the radar for the, the casual it, fans. And, and I feel kind like of right now. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like right now, guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are starting to, you know, people are seeing how good these guys mm-hmm. actually are and how they can, they're like the future of the NBA. Yeah, I mean, and and it's kind of like you said, they're, they've been close, I feel like, the last few years. I mean, Tatum is, I, I'm okay with saying Jason Tatum is a superstar, I feel like. I think if he's not a superstar in the league, I feel like he's right there. Um I feel like Jalen Brown is a really good player. Marcus Smart's a really good player. Al Horford is like the fountain of youth. Like he still like puts up like 26 in game one. Um, and then whenever somebody needs him in a parlay to hit one three in game two, he doesn't. But whatever. Um, that was a friend of mine. That wasn't me. Uh, and, and I just feel like they're finally like figuring it out all at this at this right time. And I, I, I think it's fun to see because – like when they're good, like they're fun to watch. Marcus Smart is like that kind of like hard nosed dude that you want on a team. He's like that Tony Allen, like that guy that is the physical guy, not afraid to get in somebody's face. I know when they got into it with Draymond once, he was there. I, I mean, that's the kind of guy that you want on on a championship team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now, who you got? Who you got winning it all? I still, I, I would I'd, like I'd to see Boston. Right Boston. I didn't say who you'd like to see. What do you think, Will? Boston. Okay. All right. Are you going to pick Boston because they're like – No. I just feel like I you – I think Golden State Well, It's going back to San Francisco next, so. I know. I just feel like you should pick Boston because I, I feel like you all are a legion to one another up there. And you're, you all. What's that supposed to mean? Like all you all. I'm sorry. I don't know what you guys call each other up there. Um, New England people? Yeah. I'm not a I don't, know. I don't really have an NBA team. What do you guys call each other? Like, do you guys say y'all up there? No. I feel like it's it, y'all is starting to become one of those words that are gaining popularity, you know, nationwide. Universally? But it, it's definitely a great word. I say it like, all the time. What do you guys, drop, what do you guys say up y'all's there? Wicked? I'll drop y'alls and wickeds in the same sentence right now. Well, that's a Boston thing. Like, wicked's Maine, too. Like, down east Maine. Ooh. With all the lobster fishermen and stuff. Bahaba. Isn't that is that in Massachusetts or is that Maine? That's Maine. Yeah. Oh, is it really okay? That's like one of the two or three places people go when they go to Maine. Like when people Bar say Bar Harbor, oh, Bangor. I, I, I took a vacation to Maine. I was like, oh, did you go to Bar Harbor? Did you go to Kennebunk? Or did you go to you know Old Orchard Beach? I haven't heard of those last two. Yeah, I've, those are southern Maine, you know, touristy spots. I would assume I would say like cities like Augusta. That's a place there, right? Augusta, Maine. Is that yeah, a place? it's the capital. But as we've right? discussed okay. when we talked about Owensboro uh, being the barbecue capital of the world, capital cities aren't always the best cities. I would say that's, <laughs> that's true with Augusta true. too. What's but, what's Augusta known for? Or is, I mean, are they known for anything? No. Being being Maine's capital is about it. Do you guys who okay? Who are you going for? 
I don't have a preference on who wins the NBA Finals. I think the Warriors will win the NBA Finals. Okay. It, I so, mean, it, they're tested. They've, they've been there before. It, and I, I just think they're better. So just to continue to play up to the stereotypes that I've dug myself tonight, up in the Northeast, you guys skate all the time, right? Like you grew up on a pond. Like Mystery Alaska was like your favorite movie growing up. So like NHL playoffs, like you must be all in, right? Have you ever seen Mystery Alaska? No. Sidebar, you ever seen me? Dude, you need to see it. Russell Crowe, Hank Azaria. It's about the Rangers. So I don't watch that many sports movies. I know, but it's it's a really good one. We're gonna have to do a like I'm telling you, we gotta do a whole episode on sports movies because it's like one of the underrated ones. Mystery Alaska. If you've watched it, you're listening, watching, agree with me because it's great. But yeah, hockey. No, I've I've enjoyed the NHL playoffs this year. I think it's uh, I'm hoping for a really good finals. You know, you've got an avalanche team that's kind of Cruise through things. They uh, swept Nashville first round, um, beat St. Louis, I believe, in six games in the second round, and then the uh, you know conference finals swept Edmonton, and then they get a, a hot Tampa Bay team that just um, you know won four straight against the Rangers after dropping the first two games of the series, and you know the Lightning have also won back to back Stanley Cup championships. So, is that true? I'm hoping it's it's good. No, I just straight up lied to everybody. I'm not a hockey person. Is that true? Have they really won back to back? Yeah. Holy smokes! I didn't know that. Yeah. No. It. I'm hoping it's. I swear. I really didn't know that. I thought that <laughs> that's impressive. Holy crap! Okay, back to back. Yeah, that's cool. No, I, I'm hoping it's a. Uh, you know, a, a good finals. Um, the Rangers. It seemed like they just kind of ran out of momentum. I believe they had won. You know, six of seven, come back from uh, a couple games down to Carolina in the second round. Um, and then take the first two against Tampa, and then you know, Tampa. Just I know momentum swung. What I know about hockey, um, Tampa has Steven Stamkos. I need you to confirm. Mm-hmm. That yes, yes, yeah. And then Colorado has, um, oh, what's his name? I'm telling you, the most I know about hockey is from like the last month when I got NHL 22, and I've been playing it a lot. Um, the last Nate, sports game I Nathan got McKinnon. was Nathan McKinnon is the guy for the Colorado Avalanche. The last sports game I got was NHL 2015, and I think I bought that in 2019 or 2020. That's the newest video game so, I have. So I remember I have most of the recent ones because you know to get away from sports I play sports games. Um, but like I remember the NHL with like Paul Korea and Joe Sakic and Peter Forsberg. And um, Timu okay. Solani, yeah, yes. like all these guys. When I Are first you surprised got into I know sports, all these names? yeah. But when I first got into okay. sports, when I first started watching hockey, because we didn't have really any other sports in Maine, Maine hockey was a big <laughs> thing. You know, they've fallen That's off quite amazing. a bit. But Paul Korea's little brother, Martin Korea, played at U Maine, and he I was one of were... my very first favorite athletes. Wait, what was his name? Martin. Marty. Marty Korea. Yeah. Yeah, they had and an older okay. brother, too, Steve. Wait, where'd you it was a are they from there? Did you say this? I think they're from Canada originally. Uh why do you know so UMaine. much about the Koreas? Because they they played at UMaine, and that was like the thing. Like Jimmy Howard played at UMaine. Ben Bishop played at UMaine. Uh you know, Gustav Nyquist played at UMaine. 
There's a horse named after I think him. you named a bunch of goalies just now. Nyquist wasn't, no. Uh, Marty Clay oh, okay. wasn't. No, they've, they've had okay. some really good players come from UMaine. Hockey East in general, uh, you know, just really, really good. There's a lot of really good teams up there in New England. I used to, um, back my sophomore year of college, um, my ex went to UMass Lowell for a year, and oh, she would work okay. hockey you- games. And I would just when I visited and she had to work, I would just buy a ticket and for like 15 bucks day of the game. And because nobody wants to go alone, if there was like a single ticket left on the glass, I would sit on the glass for like 15 bucks. My, my brother, whenever he lived in Naples, he would go to um, Everblades games. Is that Everblades? I don't know. I don't know what it is. He loved it. He went all the time on Tuesday. It was like $2 tickets, $2 beers, $2 hot dogs or something. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. You can't beat a yeah. beer deal. No. You can't. I need to get to a, hot rod, a Bowling Green Hot Rods game, dollar beer. I thought about doing that. Whenever I, come, whenever I come over there to visit, I want to go to a Hot Rods game. Do we need to go on a Thursday? That's the dollar beer night. But they also have Wiener and White Claw Wednesday. Where hot dogs are a dollar, I think, and white claws are three dollars. This has turned into a hot rods advertisement. I'm I don't know the last time I've had a white claw. I love white claws, man. Black cherry is like I knew. so good. It's so refreshing. It's crisp. It's you don't feel like bloated and disgusting after. All right, go ahead and send it's this to so too. Send this to the hot rods and also CC. White claw. White claw. Whenever we, whenever we finish this episode, um, but yeah, no. Whenever I come, I do want to go to a hot rods game. That's one thing that I do. I really want to do. They're they're a good time. It's nice. It's it's minor. League I went. Baseball. I went once or twice and covered Easton McGee, um, former Hopkinsville Tiger. Um, yeah. No, it's a good time, and it was fun. People that work there are all nice. They're to work with we we work well with them so um, I, I would i would recommend it for anybody looking for a nice fun evening and, and those games are like like memphis redbirds games are super fun when the yeah. the miners southern illinois miners were in marion those were fun I, I feel like those are are fun for more family atmospheres and like mlb games are more of the baseball fan because there's not I mean there is some like fun fan stuff but like the minor league games I feel like those are much more fan fan forward event kind yeah. of things and, and the thing too with the hot rods is they're in the, the Rays organization and mm-hmm. you know one of their big things is the farm system and their farm system is so good so you see a lot of players go through Bowling Green that end up eventually you know at the major league level and it's mm-hmm. not just they're playing. They're playing for championships year in and year out lately, it seems. So, yeah. It's good baseball, um, too, in addition to some great deals. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't meant you know, to be like an advertisement. It, it's, it wasn't an advertisement because we're not getting paid you, for this. You have as much shame as. No, no. Oh. Don't put me in this category. <laughs> as, as all of these unfaithful Americans that have shipped off and gone to the, to the live league, the LIV tour in Saudi Arabia with all this blood money, Dustin Johnson and 
Phil Mickelson and DeChambeau. Anti-Americans. That that was a big story, you know, a while back, and then it died. And then early this week, it was a big story. And then by the end of the week, nobody was paying any attention to it. Before I told you who won the tournament, did you know? Do you remember since I told you? I don't even know. No, I I wasn't listening, apparently. It was... It was um, Charles Schwartzel from South Africa. He's won a Masters before, but yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't know. But yeah, so what? You, what has happened? PGA came out a couple days ago, a few days ago, said they are not going to be in the point total, all that kind of stuff, and basically drag their feet for weeks and then right before the first tournament were like, oh, we want to say something. Um, I guess, I think they took a page out of Mark Emmert, the NCAA commissioner's playbook, and decided, like, what's the worst thing we could do in this situation? And did it. And so now you have a bunch of people pissed off. And I love it. I love that the PGA Tour has competition. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people in like our situation when they just the casual fans that don't really look much beyond that we'll see like what did Phil Mickelson get 200 million dollars just for signing up or saying right like, yeah they would look at that like I wouldn't turn down 200 million but that's we're not in that situation like we're not we don't have Phil Mickelson money to start out with like if we did it might be a different situation because there's a lot more that you know that league is got going on behind the scenes then I mean what, a lot of people what did they say at. they were gonna pay for Tiger did you see like no, they were like it was like a billion with a B and this is all backed by the government in Saudi Arabia right yeah which Too has never done anything wrong that's our lives those, uh, that, that don't understand never sarcasm. done anything wrong um but yeah, so like, those are my thoughts. I don't think, number one, I think it's completely hypocritical for a lot of people not to complain that these guys are anti-American whenever they're going to this Saudi back league. But never mind, I don't care about that. Another one of my things is, um, I'll go ahead and say for the record, I don't like Phil Mickelson. Never have, not really. Could be because he's one of my dad's favorites. I don't know, but I'm not a Phil Mickelson fan. And... Whenever recently he came out and said his stance on the LIV tour or whatever, or live tour or whatever, and people were talking about it and being like, oh, yeah, Phil's right. He's right. I'm like, so he can have an opinion about this, but yet LeBron James is one that people are all about, oh, shut up and dribble. So for me, that doesn't really work because you're allowing Phil Mickelson to say whatever he wants, but – you're not allowing LeBron James to say whatever he wants and you shut up and dribble. So Phil Mickelson needs to shut up and swing a golf club. Um, but again, I love it because the PGA tour doesn't really have competition. I mean, they have the European tour. I mean, you, you guys play both events in both. And I, I think that this is an opportunity to, um, kind of 
maybe knock it down a peg because when you think of leagues around the United States, the PGA tour is that one that's kind of uppity. Can I say uppity? Is that fair? Do you know what I say when I say Yeah, but I mean, it's, this is all the golfers in the world that play in it. The best ones. I mean, do you want competition or do you want to see the best going against the best? Well, it's like you want, it's like in, in Europe, you have a champions league for soccer that the best of the best play in. I'm okay with it. Like, I'm not mad. You do. You have Dustin Johnson. You have Phil Mickelson. You have Charles Schwartzel. You have Patrick Reed. You have Bryson Shembo. No, but you I mean, I mean, when the guys, when the PGA gets competition, it it splits the talent pool, so you're not getting all the best playing in the same events. Um, I think you do eventually. I don't think you do now. I think you have a, a schism like we're have like we're having like now. I don't. I think it'll work itself out. Because do I think that the PGA Tour is really going to ban all of these golfers forever? No, I don't. I don't think they are. I think it's something that like, again, I think it'll work itself out. It'll be something that the PGA Tour is going to have to back off of a little bit because you are going to have these dudes that, hey, man, if I can make a hundred million over there. That's a lot I of tournaments think, to win and win $100 million. That's a lot of tournaments. Yeah, but I mean, you also, all these golfers have sponsors and all that stuff, too. I don't know That's how true. playing in the Live Golf Tour impacts sponsorships and whatnot or what sponsors might drop it just based on you know some of the behind-the-scenes things, but I have not That's true. researched that. But, you know, I think the PGA had a pretty good result this weekend. Uh, what, they have the Canadian Open? Um, yeah, RBC. Because, I mean, if you think of, you know, the PGA's biggest you know, stars, take away Tiger Woods, who has been, you know, inconsistent in his tournament appearances the last few mm -hmm. years. Um, you know, their biggest stars are probably, you know, Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas over the last yeah. few years. Uh, they're in the mix, at least. They finished yeah. first and third this weekend. I mean, I, right. I think that's, that's great for the PGA, just yeah. as a whole. I, I mean – and I think it's crazy that I, that we are getting to the point where we can have this conversation where there are enough really good golfers that we can have two leagues, basically. Like you can have the the live tour where you do have the names that I mentioned before, and then you said you do have the PGA where you do have your Jordan Spieth, your Justin Thomas, your um, Tony Finau. I know who was up there for a while, and in a second. He's pretty, that's pretty good too. Um, but I, I think that's shows where golf is that there are so many dudes that are, that can strike. I mean, there's so many dudes that can win on, on any given week. And I think that's, I think that is super really good for the game of golf. Yeah. That's all I have to contribute to what you just said. Yeah. So. For our annual, now it's a thing, our prize pick of the week. Annual? Weekly. Weekly? and Weekly, weekly. annually? Annually, weekly? It's not the first annual, at least. So that's good. That's true. That's true. It's not the first annual. I saw that on a thing today, and I grinded my teeth a little bit. Um, yeah, Jared, who's your, who's your prize pick of the week? This well, we're week. not going to talk about last week's prize pig from jared because 
my after my Birmingham Stallions, who I picked last week, moved to eight and zero with a big ten to nine victory over New Orleans. They did. They laid an egg this week. Got losing seventeen to fifteen to the one previously one and seven Houston Gamblers. Don't call to come back. But just to confirm, the Houston Gamblers will not make the playoffs. Uh, probably not. As far as okay. my understanding of the playoff format, again, like we which said, which is last not week, a lot. We which we have not lot. watched this at all since we picked teams. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I know. No, going games. back. Going back to my recognition for this week, I actually had one picked out early in the week, and I kind of changed my mind. So I've got kind of an honorable mention. I would like to say beforehand, and that goes to Romeo Cornell. You know, he announced his retirement from football after 50 years, 39 of which were in the NFL. And for those who don't know, uh, you know, Romeo Cornell is a guy that's from Kentucky. He played at Western Kentucky from 66 to 69 and started his coaching career there as well. Uh, you know, coached for a total of 11 seasons in college football. I actually um, had the opportunity to hop on a Zoom with him and a couple other people last summer. Um, you know, just really nice guy. Easygoing, a likable guy. He's one of those guys that you know you hear about and see in the news, and you never see bad things about him. Right. right it seems right. like a lot of his situations where he had to you know move into a head coaching position or an interim head coaching position, he never really got a a good you know opportunity just because of the positions right. he was thrust into. Um, that that's actually kind of funny. I was after I did that Zoom with him, I had another interview that I was trying to get. I called the guy. He's a local high school, uh, you know, assistant coach. And I go from talking to Romeo Cornell, this longtime NFL veteran coach, all this, you know, local high school football assistant coach. And I'm like, hey, do you have a few minutes to answer some questions? He's like, yeah, I'm just looking for a golf ball out here at Diamond Caverns Golf Course right now. Just the the, the change up real quick. And they're both great what? guys. Yeah, like it, it, it was just such a weird combination. But going back to my actual winner, of uh, you know, my recognition for the week, I'm giving it to former Western Kentucky women's basketball coach Paul Sandiford, who was inducted into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame on Saturday. Uh, you know, he was with Western for 15 seasons, won 365 games, took three trips to the Final Four, uh, played in a national title game in '92, went on to Nebraska, took them to three NCAA tournaments. Uh, then came back to Western and was an assistant on the men's team, uh, you know, under Darren Horn for quite a while, uh, you know, three, four, five years there. So he's uh, another one of the, you know, guys that are very highly respected around Western Kentucky upwards. So he's had a big impact on, um, you know, not just women's basketball, but basketball in general. And that's why I'm recognizing him this week. I, I like what you did and cheated with an honorary. Um because that's, I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, steal your thunder on that. Uh, I'm gonna do my honorary prize pick of the week um, is gonna go to Mr. George Schlegel. Mr. Tiger passed away a couple days ago um, from Hopkinsville. I I don't know if I ever went to that many Hopkinsville games where George wasn't there. Um, berating refs and stuff but he loved his tigers um like i said passed away a couple days ago huge loss for the community especially going into next year being the last year of 
Hopkinsville Tiger Sports as they're getting ready to combine with with Christian County for the Super School. Um, yeah, so shout out to him. Um, I, I know a lot of people hurting after that one. Um, but my official prize pick of the week is going to go to um, not someone as old as your person, um, but it's going to go to my little three-and-a-half-year-old cousin who, as a person who's going through sort of a midlife crisis with no job, um, it, it can be stressful. And being in the same town as as my cousin and, and his wife and their little girl has been super beneficial for me. Um, if I had a tough week at school, tough day at school, that's where I always ended up. Um, seeing her, uh, it, it was funny yesterday we went to the trampoline park in the next town over. Also, that was my first time, second time at like a trampoline park. Those things are wild. Um, also they had slam ball there, which was fun. I don't know if you remember slam ball. Um, I know it. I've that, like the, played it. The basketball with the trampolines and stuff. Oh yeah. No, I know what you're talking um, about. I've just never done it. I'd probably yeah. break something if I tried it these days. Yeah, of course. I and mean, I'm 31 and old. But um, yeah, we were leaving the the trampoline park. I was going to say tramp park. I was like, uh, the trampoline park. And like, she's walking with like her parents and I like have the diaper bag on my shoulders. And I'm like, kind of like a Manny now. I'm like, that'd be a, a cool job hanging out with my three and a half year old cousin all the time. Um, but yeah, just a ridiculously minuscule shout out to her for kind of like being the bright spot, and like keeping me settled has been has been a huge a huge help in my time of midlife crisis where I grew a mustache and looked like Jared for a time. There's nothing wrong Jared. with growing a mustache. Yeah, it was weird. Man. Mine, mine was different though. It wasn't a midlife crisis mustache. It was a quarantine mustache. Do you know the story behind the mustache? I don't think so. Okay, so I was in Frisco, Texas with Elliot Pratt, uh -huh. uh, Daily News reporter, covered Western at the time, and Austin Anthony, our photographer. Uh, that was when COVID shut everything down, so we came back early. Uh -huh. We were both in the office. The other two sports guys were in the office, and I was like, because everybody was like, all right, things are going to be closed down for a couple weeks, and then we'll get back to normal. I was like, well, if I don't have to go cover anything for a couple weeks, I'm just not going to shave. I'm going to grow out a Rona stash That's until, I have to, until I have to cover things. Two, right. three months later, it was glorious. I had the little swirl going on. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have this week in week 14. Episode 14. 14 weeks, man. Could you can you believe we made it that long? Anything is possible. Where's Kevin Garnett? Anything is possible. And, and you pick, pick the, the Warriors. What a weirdo. <laughs> Did my pick just change? Man. Well, thank you all for hopping on with us this week. Jared, as always, thank you, my friend.